Welcome to the Sev Talks Money Podcast, where it's all about renewing, rebranding, and rebuilding you and your finances after a major life event. And now, here's your host, Dr. Severin Bryan. Hey friends, in today's episode, I'm sharing how being mindful and self-aware can help us move past unfavorable situations. As women, and I'm a witness, it is sometimes difficult to show up for ourselves. We are prone to sacrificing our time and resources to help others, at times to our own detriment. Airline representatives always tell us to put on our own mask so we can help others. So here's hoping something shared in this episode helps you put on your mask. Welcome to season one, episode two of the Sev Talks Money podcast. So friends, we're talking about being mindful and uh, self-aware and how those things can help us navigate any life-altering situation we encounter. Webster defines mindfulness as being aware of one's thought, emotions, or experiences on a moment-to-moment basis. It also defines self-awareness as awareness of one's own personality or individuality. So essentially, because we are attuned to ourselves, our strengths and our weaknesses, we learn how to circumnavigate various situations. This is not about escaping adversity, but it's really about how can we navigate through adversity so we're not swallowed up by it? How can we find our way as we go through whatever it is we're going through? And the three things I'm going to share with you are things that have helped me and are helping me to become more self-aware and mindful as I go through the things that I encounter in life. And we will face adversity. It's, it's not a when. Um, it, well, it's, it's more a when and not an if. We will face it. So how do we navigate through whatever it is that life throws at us? And again, I'm only sharing three things, but there are many, many more things that we can use to help us handle the situations that life throws, throws at us. Now, the first one I want to share is multitasking is a fallacy. What multitasking does is it takes away from us being present in our situation because our minds are so torn handling multiple tasks that we're not focused on any one thing. I know at one point it was the rage to multitask, but when it comes right down to it, multitasking really tears us apart. It doesn't really have us in one piece focused on one thing. You're watching TV while talking on the phone and cooking dinner, and before you know it, the dinner burns. Well, that means multitasking is not, is not successful. You're eating dinner while you're on the phone. You're, you're, your child is talking to you. And you're not really hearing what they're saying. You're saying, mm-hmm, or you're 
saying yes to something that really you shouldn't be saying yes to because you're on the phone while you're eating dinner and your child is talking to you or you may be watching TV while you're eating dinner with your child on, on, and on the phone. So multitasking does not serve us. So what do we need to do? We need to be present. Is it easy to be present? No, because we've gotten so accustomed to doing multiple things at one time that it is not easy to be present wherever we are and whatever it is we're doing. One thing we can do to help us to become more focused is to take sabbaticals. And I'm not talking about getting away for a week, a year, two years, or three months, or whatever. It could just be as simple as telling the family that you want an hour of uninterrupted time. Or it could be getting in the car and driving to some place where you can be uninterrupted for an hour or two. Drive by a lake and just sit and observe nature. Observe the clouds. Observe the birds as they fly. Just just an uninterrupted time where you can really be present and think about what's going on around you. You're not just going through a routine. You're not just doing things just to do things. I've been there. And I have to constantly work on myself to be present where I am. It is easy to be on autopilot. A lot of us right now, um, we're railing at COVID-19 restrictions because we want to get back into that routine. But I know for me, the routine I had did not serve me. So now I have to create a more purposeful routine. That requires me to be present, to be able to give careful thought to what it is that I need to get done and So multitasking is not something I can do right now. I need to be focused on what I need to do now to get to where I need to get to. Again, it's not easy because my brain says I should be doing some more things when I'm focused on one thing. So I have to constantly work on not multitasking because at the end of the day, I'm tired, I'm busy, but I haven't accomplished anything when I multitask. So in order to come back again to being mindful and to being self-aware, we have to learn how to be present. And that means multitasking, no multitasking, or at a very minimum. So we can be purposeful in, our, in what it is that we're doing. The second thing I want to bring to your attention is Don't shy away from self-examination. Self-examination is uncomfortable. For me, (laughs) I'll tell you, no one can be harder on me than I am on myself. No one. I'm hard on myself at times. But I have to learn how to give myself grace. When I do my self-examination, I find that there is a severing that I like. And there's a severing that I don't like. So do I beat myself up, sit in sackcloth and ashes and wail about the severing that I don't like? Or do I realize that, you know what, this is something I can work on. 
the win for me in doing a in doing self evaluation, self examination, is that now I know what areas I need to work on. And the key is that I'm giving myself grace to work on those areas. So again, the win when I do my self examination is now I know what areas need work. I know for me, patience is one of them. I need to work on patience. But I have to give myself grace as I, when I go get into situations where I don't exhibit the patience that I need to. So when you conduct your self-examination, it is not for you to berate yourself. It is not for you to, to cry and moan about what you did. Give yourself grace. You have to give yourself grace. We are multiple. We are are complex people. We are complex. We have good, we have bad, and we have in between. We have to learn how to embrace the good, the bad, and the in between because all of it makes us who we are. Society tells us that we need to be a certain way. And when we find people, for some reason, we gravitate towards people who are that way that society says we need to be. And we compare ourselves to those people. You're in your 40s. You're supposed to have the house. You're supposed to be married. You're supposed to have two kids. So if we see somebody, if we're in our 40s and we see somebody with those things, then we start berating ourselves. Thinking we have not arrived. In your 50s, you're supposed to getting ready for retirement or whatever. And if you're not in that position, if you don't have the 401k, if you don't have the savings, then you start beating yourself up because now you're thinking, comparing yourself to that person, thinking you have not done what you needed to do. But how does that serve you? How does that serve me by doing that? It doesn't. So I have to learn to embrace the good and the bad and in the in between parts of me. What what are the bad things? And by bad, I mean those things that need improvement, not bad in the sense that it's bad, but things that are that need improvement. And how can I work on those things? So that's what I have to do. I have to constantly do self-examination in order to determine what I need, what are the things I need to work on. And the last thing I want to talk about is to be intentional in our thoughts and actions. Choose to push back on those negative thoughts. Those negative thoughts will come. There are times when I have to say to myself, Severin, stop that. Don't say that. Don't think that way. I have to have those conversations with myself. Now, this is not directed at those with medical conditions like depression, etc. You need a doctor's diagnosis. It's not for you to, to put, try to push back negative thought. If you've been diagnosed with depression or any kind of mental or some kind of chemical imbalance, please take your doc- doctor's advice. This is for those who are not in that space. But those negative thoughts come and you can push back on those negative thoughts. You can tell yourself the thoughts will come, but I don't have to dwell on them. I have to be honest with you. And I have to say, I look back over parts of my life 
And I can't figure out where my days went. You know, I look up and I'm in my 50s and I'm like, when did that happen? My, I was never I was not intentional as I needed to be in my thoughts and my actions. And so my days just kind of just slipped away. And right now with my daughter, I'm trying to make sure that she is intentional in her and not end up at 30 and 40 and 50 and, and thinking, wow, what did I do? Where did I, how did I get here? I was not as intentional as I needed to be with my days. I followed a routine. I did all those things and, and now I'm where I am and I'm looking back thinking I could have done so much more if I, if I was aware, if I was self-aware, if I was mindful, if I was intentional in the things that I did, I would be so much further. But Again, I'm giving myself grace and I'm not going to dwell on what could have been. So let's be honest. Many of us need to change up our routines. Maybe mental routine, physical, emotional routine. We all have different routines in our lives. So in summary, again, we have to learn how to be present in our lives. We have to learn how to make the moment count. We have to learn how to perform self-examination while giving ourselves grace. And we have to be intentional about what we do and how we do it. Again, these are three areas that require more work in my own life. And as I reflect on some of the life-altering situations I face, divorce, walking away from my home after paying my mortgage religiously, and actually being ahead on my mortgage payments, and having to walk away from my house after 13 years because of situations beyond my control. I could stay in a place of flux, berating myself. How did I allow that to happen? I am a personal finance person. I know for personal finance, I know what to handle my money, but that does not serve me. So I grieve and I move on and I may grieve again, even when I think I'm healed. But being mindful allows me the space and the grace to grieve and move on and grieve again if I need to. So my challenge to you as you listen to this podcast is to join me and give yourself the space and the grace to go through whatever life altering situation you're facing. It may be death. It may be an illness, it could be divorce, it could be anything. But I challenge you to give yourself the space and the grace to go through whatever you're going through. Create mindful situations. Be present as much as you can with everything that's going on. And don't shy away from the self-examination to see what things can I do to better my current situation. And then be intentional in your thoughts and your actions are the actions and the thoughts that you have around certain things. How do they serve you? If they don't serve, then let us think about how we can change those. So would you join me in this challenge? And again, give yourself the space and the grace to go through whatever life altering situation that you're facing and be mindful and self-aware so that 
you can navigate those life-altering situations. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Sev Talks Money podcast. Find us on sevtalksmoney.com, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. See you next time.